I keep coming back to the corporal and spiritual works of mercy. And I, I know the corporal ones might seem a little challenging these days, but in terms of reaching out to our neighbors, the parishioners reaching out through all their various means of contact and connection, whether it's phone calls with some of the parishioners who've been on the register for a while, on the parish roster for a while, whether it's emails, whether it's, you know, whatever kinds of text, if, 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 it's, if they're set up for that, but just to use those channels to make contact and, and maybe to invite prayer intention coming back to say, figure out who is in need. To, are there people who maybe need help getting groceries who, who can't get to the store by themselves? Are there people who have had loved ones die during this time but haven't been able to have a funeral services and so on and they're mourning privately and so just those kinds of outreach efforts with the parishioners and I maybe I'm simple but I keep coming back to the phone tree idea and uh, my, my local parish that they set up something like this and they got some people with the right kind of heart and they set up a list and they had you know, just an opportunity to move through, leave voicemails, invite a call back if needed. So those would be some things that, immediate things that would come to my mind. That's excellent, Dave. Um, so what do you think is the number one key to being a fruitful missionary disciple these days? Yeah, to try and personalize that a little bit, like, I'm thinking about myself hunkered down here with a couple of our early 20-year-old kids home, and I keep coming back to prayer prayer and prayer. So how am I listening to the scriptures? I, I like to I like to tap into the daily readings. I feel like the church has laid those out for us with a lot of wisdom and I, I think the Holy Spirit is very much speaking through those readings to, to each of us and to try and sit with those and discern that. And then to think about other prayer opportunities, even though of course celebrating the Mass and receiving the Eucharist is not possible at this time to say, okay, Lord, how else do you want to touch my heart today? Okay, Lord, where else are you speaking? Who is it? Is it through a phone call? Is it reaching out to, you know, hearing from old friends who I haven't heard from in a while, but this kind of moment in time has led a lot of people to reach out to each other. So just to listen attentively, prayerfully, in different ways, and maybe to pick up some different devotional things. I mean, I came across 33 Days to Consecration to St. Joseph, and his, his consecration to the Blessed Mother is very popular, very familiar, millions and millions of copies sold worldwide, and I, I love that book, but I just heard about this, right, as the pandemic was beginning, and put an order in, and it's been a great blessing to kind of rediscover St. Joseph, for example. So, I mean, just the, the, that spiritual reading and the making time for prayer and having a regular schedule have, have been important to me for a number of years, and I, I just keep coming back to them more and more now, too. Well, those are excellent suggestions. And the final question is, what passage from Acts of the Apostles inspires you these days as a missionary disciple, and why? I, I, maybe because it's a screensaver on my phone right now. It's the image of the, the 11 gathered around the Blessed Mother in the upper room. 
after the ascension, waiting for the promise of the Holy Spirit, waiting for the Comforter, waiting for the Spirit of Truth who will lead them into all truth. And I, I just love the image of them being able to look at Mary and see Jesus reflected in her physically, just the, the ways that they you know, res- would have resembled each other and the ways that the apostles could ask her questions and have her tell the stories of his childhood and his hidden years and the ways that maybe they could ask her to open up the scriptures as well. Like what were some of Jesus's favorite passages or when you prayed the Psalms together as he was growing up and in his young adult years, what were the verses that really showed where this was all headed, that the Messiah was going to have to suffer and die, but that he would rise on the third day. And, And just her trust in the Holy Spirit, her familiarity with, him as the spouse of the Holy Spirit. So I've, I've been coming back to the Blessed Mother um, in a special way, and my wife's family has had a family rosary going during this time, which was a first in, you know, 30 years of our marriage together, And but it's been a great grace for all of us. So I, I kind of picture each of our homes like the upper room. The Blessed Mother's there with us, okay, she's helping us listen, helping us discern how the Holy Spirit's moving. And then we do get sent out, whether that's virtually through Zoom (laughs) meetings or emails that we send or phone calls that we make or maybe visiting the neighbors that we normally don't really visit with. But that image of being sent from the upper room, I I think, continues to speak to me during these times. And the Holy Spirit's the the agent of, of evangelization, so... Come Holy Spirit, what, you know, how do you want to act in and through me right now? So uh, that's, that's the one that I keep coming back to.